Hey everyone, you're listening to the Chronically Creative Podcast, where we talk about creative ways we deal with our chronic illnesses. And this is episode number, I don't really know because I don't really keep track of the episodes. Anyway, the weather here in New York has been really, really nice and it's been a good time to get outside and get some fresh air, do some things you enjoy, maybe like um, have a barbecue with family uh, that you haven't been able to see in a long time and we can get together and with our families and friends and talk about politics. <laughs> yeah, exactly what you probably want to talk about. But that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode. And I know people say, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion. But I always wondered why, because those two things really tell you a lot about who a person is. Um, religion, you know, is your religion. You're born into it or you choose it. And um, your religious beliefs, you know, are your personal beliefs. But... You know, politics informs, I think, who you are as a person. You know, if you believe in policies that are discriminatory against LGBT people, against people of color, immigrants, if you believe that we should take health care away from people who are, who are poor, I don't know that you're that great of a person, and I'm not really sure that I want to know you. Um, I definitely don't want to sit next to you at Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner, um, <laughs> but that's just me. And um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about how being uh, a, per in a, a person with a chronic illness or having a disability and politics go hand in hand because we depend people with disabilities depend on lawmakers to to create laws that keep us uh, protected and that are fair and we also depend on insurance and uh, that is government insurance Medicare when you're on disability you get Medicare and so we depend on um, the the cost being kept down in, in an affordable range. Uh, so when you are a person who is disabled or, or have a chronic illness, you really, politics is should be of area of interest to you because you are in a marginalized group of people who a lot of times don't get a lot of attention in terms of um aid and help uh, a lot of disabled people live in the poverty uh, at the poverty level um, there are people who are working disabled people uh, there's all different types of disabled people but for the most part we're talking about people who can't work and so they depend on gov the government to really be fair to them and so keeping prescription costs down that's a big problem and issue for people with disabilities also fair housing uh covering costs of things like you know insulin should not be something that anybody should ever have to worry about getting an EpiPen should not be something we should worry about uh getting covered but things like a wheelchair or things like different 
aids that you may need, like hearing aids and or visual aids, uh, different things that may help you sleep better, stuff like that. Sometimes they're not covered by insurance. Sometimes they are um, out-of-pocket costs. I mean, it gets really confusing to navigate all that stuff. And most of the time, people with disabilities put out uh, a lot of money, and, and we don't really receive a lot from the government. So um, we depend on, like I said, people to advocate for fair laws and fair treatment of people with disabilities. But let's move on to something a little bit maybe unorthodox that some people don't talk about or don't really think about when you think about politics and being uh, maybe a person of person who is disabled or even a person who is uh, an LGBT person who is disabled. Recently, my mother was was thinking about moving and researching different areas to move to was interesting because um, I grew up in New York my whole life and I'm a New Yorker and here, you know, discrimination exists everywhere. You're never going to get away from that. But here, it's kept to a minimum. And I think there's a lot of people here who are more progressive and open-minded. And when you go down south, where maybe the cost of living is cheaper, you're going to be in a whole different, um, I guess, mindset of people who may not really care about, you know, may not be, I guess voting in your interest they may be voting against lgbt people and their rights and they may be voting to cut funding for things like medicaid and medicare and um they may be against advocating for people with disabilities and in, in certain ways where we cut funding for people who would depend on you know that money to help them and it's interesting that I don't know if I could live in a democratic state being a gay man who has a disability. And I'd contacted a few realtors and um, asked them a few questions and people were surprisingly candid about who they were and their experience and I got some good information and I spoke to one woman who uh, told me that proudly told me that you know she was a proud lesbian woman and married to another woman and she didn't particularly care for Trump but her wife really liked him and voted for him and all their friends voted for him and <laughs> I was like oh my brain started to grind gears because I could not really comprehend. Uh, I was like, wait, what? Uh, how do, how does this work? I, I don't understand. And people look at you like, well, what do you care? You know, it's none of your business. But that's what you're going to find in some parts of the country. People who vote against their own self-interest. People who vote against... Um, people who are not for their class of people, group of people, whatever. And it's hard to be among them and live among 
a large population of, I guess, red states, living in a red state as a gay disabled person really made me think it was something that I, and I'm still thinking about now, like, you know, should I have to move at some point, you know, you, you would always want to hope that you can make a choice to move somewhere and say, okay, I'm going to consciously decide to move somewhere else. But, um, should you be forced to have to leave because you can no longer afford to live where you are, which is, um, something that many people are facing today. People lost their jobs. They can't afford to live in, in the city or in New York or in the Northeast. And they've been forced down South where cost of living is cheaper. Taxes are cheaper and housing is cheaper and on and on. And, um, it really made me wonder, could I, you know, I guess you find a way of adapting, but as someone who is, a Democrat and a, a gay man, I'm not sure I could, I could do it. So it was something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And, you know, my politics are pretty liberal. I'm, I'm pretty open-minded and, you know, I believe in equality for all people and, and, uh, I believe in helping people as much as you possibly can, the government should be involved in helping people. And um, when I meet people who are just interested in oppressing people because of their, um, because of who they love or they believe in discrimination as law or they believe in, you know, hatred against people of color or they believe that people should have. 25 automatic rifles sitting in their garage because they have to go hunting this weekend. Um, I don't know what the fuck you're hunting with, with those things, but you know, I, I, my mind just like shuts down and I don't know if I could possibly live in that, uh, in that world. So, and also people who, who don't want to support the disabled community who have, maybe negative feelings towards the disabled community or not negative. Um, you know, well, some people feel the disabled people are being lazy and I know that sounds weird, but there are people who just say, well, why, why can't you just be like an inspirational person who, you know, you know, I saw this documentary about this guy who was in a wheelchair and he had like no limbs, but he, he climbed Mount Everest and, you know, it's like, um, that's like not not a typical disabled person that's like one in a million people uh but even if it weren't you know everybody's different and um so some people get angry they actually get angry like you know you're just you're you're in this mindset of being disabled and really you should just be a positive person who you know doesn't think of themselves as disabled and just go out and get a job and live your life. And you're like, really? Wow. That's like the best advice I've ever gotten. Thank you so much for shedding light on my situation. And now I'm going to go live my best life because I met you and thank you. How can I ever repay you? So, (laughs) 
Um, and if you want to read more about this, a favorite author of mine, her name is Kate Bowler, and she actually has a new book coming out. It's called There's No Cure for Being Human, I think is the name of it. And um, she writes wonderfully about the human condition and how people just love, we live in a in a culture where we want to just shove positivity down people's throats and people don't really want to hear about anything negative they just want everyone to be healthy and working hard and having their you know their shit together and doing their best and always achieving and climbing that ladder and you know you getting that apartment getting that promotion getting that house buying that car getting married having kids you know saving up going on vacations and you know accumulating crap and you know, that's the culture we live in. And people prefer when you just adhere to that culture, cultural norm, and you just live your best life. And um, sometimes your best life is doing the best you can with the crappy hand that you've been dealt. And um, that's not negative. It's just the reality of the situation. But I'll wrap it up because I don't want to go into a tangent. I just wanted to say that it's something I've been thinking about lately a lot, how politics and being a, a person who's disabled um, really are inseparable for me. And um, I would have to say that being a person who's part of the LGBTQ community is also inseparable from my politics as well. And I'm just wondering, is it that way for you guys? So let me know. Drop me a line, you know, send me a message or you can message me through um, the Anchor podcast website or you can email me. You can go to Instagram or Facebook and shoot me a message there. What do you think? There are really no, um, well... There are some bad answers, <laughs> but I won't say that. We'll say that there are no wrong answers. So, you know, feel free to uh, comment or leave your feedback. And that's just what's been going through my head lately as um, things are slowly changing in my life. Um, and we'll see how they go. So for now, that's all. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you soon. All right. Bye.